I'd like to read tonight from the Gospel of John. Thank you again for your giving. And may God richly, richly bless you for your giving. And I know that he will because God is faithful. Amen? Yes. Faithful God. The Gospel of John. The Gospel of John, chapter 20. Chapter 20, if you have your Bibles. We appreciate Pastor Sister Bigelow. Really, really do. They've already uh, shown me much love. Last night had food. Today had food. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. It's a pattern, Patterson. It's a pattern. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We appreciate Reverend Patterson, Sister Amen. Patterson. Amen. Appreciate all of you. Really, we, we do. Um, but John chapter 20, I want to begin reading in verse 19 tonight. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst. And saith unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father hath sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. And saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Let us pray. Pastor, would you please stand and pray, sir. Heavenly Father, we ask that, as in the book of Acts, we could receive the Word of God. Not primarily just hear the Word of God, but Lord, let us not stop yes, Lord, halfway. Heavenly. Lord, let us receive the Word of God, not just into our minds, but into our very hearts. Let us act upon yes. it and receive the blessing that is yes. on the Thank other you, side of obedience. God bless your preacher. God bless each one here. Meet needs, God, that are indecipherable by man. But God knows exactly what we need. And Lord, we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. My text is found in Luke chapter 24, verse 49. And, Jesus speaking, and... Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Amen. And I want to preach for a little while on the thought and the title of a message, wait for it. Amen. Wait for it. Now when I say wait for it, I'm not speaking of the Holy Ghost itself. I'm speaking of the baptism. The baptism, wait for it, the baptism Amen. of the Holy Ghost. Because Amen. the Holy Ghost is a person. The Holy Ghost is the third person of the Godhead. Amen. He could be grieved, he could be received, he could be resisted, but we're here to receive him. Amen. Amen. Jesus breathed on them. He breathed on them and said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Because Jesus knew they needed the Holy Ghost. Amen. Andrew Mary said the greatest need for every believer is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When you get saved, you ought to want power. Amen? Amen. You ought to want the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And the Holy Ghost is for everyone. Can I Amen. get a witness? Amen. Now, the greatest need, the greatest need in the universe, the greatest need in the universe is for man to be right with God. Amen. That means to get right with God, one must repent. Repent of all their sins. 
That means you got to start changing. Hmm. Say, God, I'm sorry. I don't want to be a drunkard anymore. I don't want to be a liar anymore. I don't want to be a cheater anymore. I don't want to look at pornography anymore. God, I want to be right in my heart, in my mind. So I'm confessing my sins to you. And when you confess your sins to Jesus, he will forgive you. He will cleanse you. For the Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. That means delivered. That means set free. I'm not the man that I used to be. I am a new person. Amen. 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 Paul said in one place, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? The Holy Ghost baptism is the devil's best kept secret. Amen. Because he knows once a believer receives the Holy Ghost, he's going to start being like Jesus. Mm. When the devil comes to tempt you, you're going to say, devil, it is written. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Oh, yeah. And when the devil comes back, he, he tries to tempt you on something else. He said, devil, it is written. Thou should not tempt the Lord thy God. He may try to come back again. And then that's when you really get upset. Say, Satan, get thee behind me. Amen. Y'all don't have time for you. Get behind me. Not only that, Satan, I want you to get under my feet because that's where you belong. Amen. You don't need to be in front of me so you can feed me. You don't need to be beside me so you can whisper in my ear. And you don't need to be behind me so you can nag me. You need to be under my feet. Yes. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, the devil can be under our feet. We need the Holy Ghost. Not saying that we're going to be, uh, have it all put together or perfect, but we're going to strive to be perfect. Mm. We're going to strive to get big, mm. better in God. Can Amen. I get a witness? Amen. You know, we need the Bible. We need to read the Bible. Amen. We need to read it. It's all in the Bible. Amen. Amen. The Bible doesn't have an expiration date. Amen. I said it didn't stop. This Holy Ghost stop. Uh, Holy Ghost baptism didn't stop on the day of Pentecost. It's still going on. Amen. Of God, even Isaiah said, Seek ye out the book and read it. You need to read the Bible. Amen. Hello. Amen. Man, maybe you put down your Facebook sometime and get your face in the book. Amen. Amen. You may be a positive person. Amen. 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 You know, negative people are always negative. They got some negative. You know why? Because you don't read the Bible. You don't pray. That's why you're negative. Amen. Amen. Let's go. We're going to preach a little bit longer, y'all mind? Go ahead, preach. So let's look at this first. Let's do something, church, tonight. Let's really do something. Let's really have a refreshing time, a reviving time. You know, watching TV is not a sin. But you know what? Why don't we just turn off the TV for a while? Mm. Because, you know, a lot of times, people can sit at home, and they can watch a three-hour movie, whether it's Netflix, Pure Flix, Sex Flix. Oh, I hope you're not watching <laughs> Sex Flix. All right. Watch all kinds of flicks. They can sit at home. And watch it for two, three hours. But they won't pick up their Bible and read it for ten minutes. Mm. So during this revival, why don't we make an agreement? God, I'm going to pray a little bit more. And I'm going to read my Bible a little bit more. Come on. And God will help you read it. You say, but preacher, I'm not feeling it. You don't feel like going to work. But you go because you know if you don't work, you're not going to pay those bills. Amen. <laughs> what what feelings have to do with it? I wasn't going to see what Tina Turner was. Tina Turner. What does love have to do with it? <laughs> But we're not here for Tina Turner, man. Love got a lot to do with the love of God, amen. Not that wrong kind of love. But let's wait on the Lord. Let's wait on the Lord with a hunger and a thirst like never before, amen. 
Let's say I will receive the Holy Ghost. Mm. And not only that, I will pray in the Holy Ghost daily. Come on. Come on. Amen. Amen. First of all, let's look at Jesus commands us. He commands us. The Bible really commands us. Jesus said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And then in Luke 24, verse 49, he said, but tarry you in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. He wanted them to wait because he knew they needed power. And you know what? It's still the same today. The church needs power. Amen. Amen. If we'll wait, don't worry. Don't worry. He's coming. Amen. Amen. I said, if you wait on God with a sincere heart, I'm telling you, it's coming. The baptism is coming, but you got to wait on the Lord. You got to wait with expectation. Oh God, I know you're going to do something. I don't know what you're going to do, but I know you're going to do something. You know, that's the kind of attitude we got to have doing these services. God, I know you're going to do something in my life. I don't know what all you're going to do, but God, I want to be ready And so listen to this, the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18, the Apostle Paul said, be not drunk with wine, we're in preaching now, don't start talking about wine now, you know, I got to have my wine every once in a while, well, you may want to stop drinking wine, all right, well it says we're in, it's excess, I'm going to explain that in a moment, but the Bible says be not drunk with wine, we're in, it's excess, it means I don't have to, I can drink a, I can drink a, a little bit, I don't drink too much. No, that's not, that's not what it means. And we'll explain in just a moment. But the Bible says, but be filled with the Spirit. That means be well supplied. Be furnished. Be completely full and satisfied. Because the Holy Ghost will satisfy you. The wine only temporarily. Listen to this. We're in a success. That means... In drinking it, in drinking wine, there is extreme indulgence in bodily pleasures. Mm. Behavior mm -hmm. that involves sex, drugs, alcohol, that leads to a righteous lifestyle. Mm. And the Apostle Paul was writing to the church. Mm. He wasn't writing to the wino on the street. He was writing to the saints that need to quit drinking. Come on. Because if you're drinking, you're sinning. Mm. Amen. Amen. When I got saved, Jesus delivered me from drinking. Just like that. Amen. Just like that. Yeah. So, preacher, that's hard to believe. With man, it's impossible. But not with God. Amen. God delivered me from drinking. God delivered me from smoking dope. Hello. Amen. He delivered me from cursing. Got the cursing out of me. He delivered me from lusting. Come on. The temptation is there. But guess what? He took the desire out of my heart to lust after women. Amen. Come on. Amen. Preach. Go ahead. Get away. Stop lusting. <laughs> Stop looking at Playboy. This boy and that girl. <laughs> Sometimes women look at women. They like to size them up. Sometimes men looking at men. Not this dude. <laughs> By the grace of God. By the grace of God. All right, secondly... So Jesus commands us, it's a promise. The promise and the purpose. This is what John the Baptist said in reference to this promise. John the Baptist said in Matthew chapter 3 verse 11, he said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. That means when you get baptized in water, you've already repented of your sin. Mm. You don't get baptized in water to get saved. Some right. people come to church and come to church. Pastor, I need to get baptized. I need to get baptized. Okay. Mm. Are you saved? What's that? Mm. 
Well, let me tell you what salvation is first, because getting baptized not gonna get you into heaven. Amen. Hello, you gotta be born again. Amen. Jesus said to Nicodemus, "You must be born again." There's gotta be a change in your life. Come on. I'm tell you something. When God begins to clean up on the inside, the outside's gonna get cleaned up too. Let me tell you. I said the outside's gonna get cleaned up. Amen. Amen. I remember when I was used to be a sinner. Man, I used to love Mammy Vice. I had my, I had my, uh, I had my fishnet shirt on. You know, showing all my chest with no hair on it. I, I wanted hair on my chest so bad, cause all my friends did. I thought that was so romantic. My wife told me she was my girlfriend at the time, and we got married. I said, "Honey, always wanted hair on my chest." She said, "I'm so glad you didn't have hair on your chest. I don't like men with hair on their chest." I said, "Baby, you got the right man." <laughs> I didn't say all that, but I did say you got to you got the right man. <laughs> but God is good, isn't he? Amen. But Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, the, John the Baptist said, I indeed baptize you with water to repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear, I'm not worthy to carry or take up. He said, He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And fire! We got to ignite a fire conference. Ignite a fire conference. You know what? Jesus is the one that can ignite a fire in your soul. If you get the Holy Ghost, he'll begin to burn out every trace of sin, every trace of worldliness, every trace of ungodliness, amen, every trace of even lasciviousness, trying to be like the world and act like the world and look like the world. We got to be For you, He will do it for you. How many believe that? Amen. Amen. May Jesus ignite a fire in our lives yes. through these revival services. And this is what Jesus said in Acts chapter one, verse four. Moving on, He said this. Luke recorded Him saying, basically, Luke and, and Luke is the same writer of the book of Acts. Said, but wait for the promise. Listen, wait for the promise. Wait for it. Wait for that pledge of assurance, that a power, that authority that you're going to say. Wait for the promise. It's coming. Wait. Do it, Terry. And they waited about seven days. Mm-hmm. Some have disputed, say it was ten days, but about seven days. That's what we believe. Mm-hmm. But Jesus said in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, why did he want them to wait? In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, here's the promise and also the purpose. He said, but ye shall receive power. That means authority. That means divine ability. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you're going to be my witnesses. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. My witnesses. It's going to start in Judea. It's going to, hello. Amen. Go over to Judea. Well, let me see what it says. Let me make sure I'm going to read right. Jerusalem first. Jerusalem. Judea. Samaria. And to the uttermost parts of the earth. Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad we're in the uttermost parts of the earth. The Holy Ghost came to me. I came, I wasn't part of the New Testament Christian Church, but I came to the New Testament Christian Church not knowing about the Holy Ghost. And my first night, which I explained in a moment, he, I received the Holy Ghost without anybody praying with me. Wow. Amen. God is good. Amen. Now, listen, the comforter, real quick, the comforter. He said, because Pastor this says it's going to be some teaching here, too. And it's going to be some teaching. Not, not much longer. We got, we're going to get ready to stop. John 14, verse 26. Go ahead. And you come to Bible study more. Of course, he'll teach you. We got pamphlets. He'll teach you all that about the Holy Ghost because you need the Holy Ghost. Amen. You need to, be, you need to have the Holy Ghost. That's right. Amen. That's why, you, uh, that's why people get up and down. Hmm. That's why they get a lot so frustrated. Either. Why I think I'm not going to church this week. Hmm. I had a rough, rough week. Hmm. 
That's why you ought to go to church. <laughs> That's why you ought to go to church. When I got saved, I started going to church all the time. No preacher had to call me. Come on. No, you know, if you've been in church one year and somebody still got to call you, call you and text you and beg you, you need to get saved. Come on. You need to get saved. Because when I got saved, no one had to call me. I'm not saying it's wrong with that. We do. We do it because we love God. But no one had to call me. Because I got saved. Amen. And I told God in Germany. I was in the New Testament. I told God in Germany, out there in the field, training. I said, God, you saved me. I said, God, I'm going to start going to church. All Amen. Time. When I got out of that training exercise, David, I, there was a flyer right there at the, at the desk, at the desk, saying about church, Bible study. Guess what? I went out to Bible study, just getting out the field. I didn't go out and party anymore. I got saved. Amen. I got saved. I started going every single service they had, and I wasn't complaining about it. It wasn't a drudgery. It wasn't a, a chore. It was a joy. Some people didn't get all right. They served God so long. They said, oh, you know, church is not what it used to be. Because you moved. You moved. Come on. I said, you moved. That's why church is not what it used to be, because it's like a preacher. You don't like what the preacher's saying, what he does, pray for him. Amen. I guarantee if you pray for your pastor, the message will be a lot better. But if you don't pray for him, all you got to do is have that grumpy spirit. <laughs> I'm thinking about going to that grumpy restaurant. <laughs> Isn't it good? <laughs> it's good because it, I was just saying, you know what? Grumpy, I don't like grumpy, but I said, man, that's, I think that's some good food. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. I may go over there grumpy. I, saw it. I said, but anyway, praise the Lord. You want to be grumpy and all that complaining? Anyway, we'll leave that alone for tonight. But let's move on. So Jesus said this, whom the comfort, but the comforter which is the Holy Ghost, John 14, 26, whom the Father will send in my name. Don't want to skip down. John 15, verse 26, for time's sake. Jesus said this, but when the comforters come, whom I will send unto you, John 15, 26, whom I will send unto you from the Father, listen to this, even the spirit of truth. God doesn't lie. People lie. But God doesn't. Amen. Ananias and Sapphira, they're in the book of Acts. They lied. Mm. They said they had given all of this to the apostles or to God, really, whatever. But Peter said, why are you lying to the Holy Ghost? You know, that's how people are. They lie. Mm. They, even, they even rob God. They're not even paying their tithe right. They're robbing God. They don't give 10%. They just give God a little bit. Because God, I got all these bills. Well, God didn't tell you to make all those bills. And I've been there. I've been there. So many bills, like bills, 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 bills. I got to pay Bill. I got to pay John. I got to pay Tim. I got to pay Rick. I got to pay Patrick. I got to pay everybody. <laughs> I have no money. I can't even. I'm so broke, I can't even pay attention. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> really, when you're broke, you really can't pay attention. You're like a nervous wreck. Come on, go oh ahead. God, what am I going to preach? Stop making all those debts. Go ahead, preach. Stop making all those debts, and you can pay some attention. Amen, come on. Amen, can I get a witness? Amen, I've been there. I know yeah. it. And it's not a good feeling. <laughs> and you're like, God, please get me out. And God said, I may want to teach you a lesson. Mm. But get back to paying your tithes. Don't cheat me. Don't rob me. Because it's like bringing your money home, putting in a bag with holes in it. Consider your ways. 
Mm. It's not time to dwell in your sealed houses. Mm. And the house of God lay waste. Mm. Amen. Amen. I didn't mean to say all that, but God knows. Go ahead, preach. It's not even part of the message. I said, preach, I wish you would get back to what you had on your paper. It's I part am. of the message now. <laughs> I am. I am. We need the Holy Ghost. He said, which proceeded from the Father, he should testify of me. Testify of me. That's why we need the Holy Ghost. To be able to testify of Jesus. To talk more about Jesus. Talk more about Jesus than your problems. And you need to stop telling everybody your problems. Tell it to Jesus. Amen. We got to tell everybody our business. Just zip it, will you? And tell it to Jesus. The Bible said, casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. I'm going to give it to Jesus. I'm not going to give it to Miss Running the Mouth all the time. Or Mr. Motormouth. Mm. Amen. Go ahead. God loves us tonight. Amen. God Preach. wants to help us tonight. Go ahead. We're in revival. Yeah. Romans chapter 8 verse 26. Listen, this is one of the main purposes. And we're going to move on and talk about how you can receive this Holy, Holy Ghost power. Romans chapter 8 verse 26. The Bible says, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. That means our feebleness, our weaknesses, even moral frailty. Frailty. Amen. Mm. Even our sickness. You know, a lot of times we get sick. This time I get sick. This time I feel pain in my body. And I say, God, I got the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says the Holy Ghost will help my infirmities. Yes. And I just need to let the Holy Ghost pray through me. And then make intercession. Listen what the Bible says. Listen. Yes. It said, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself making intercession for us with groanings. That means unaudible gushings which cannot be uttered. You know if you say God I want the Holy Ghost to help me and to pray through me and you mean business with God you find the Holy Ghost praying through you and building up your most holy faith and keep yourself in the love of God. We need to get the Holy Ghost so we can get stronger. Amen. 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 God doesn't want a weak church. He wants a strong church. God doesn't want a defeated church. He wants a victorious church. And we got victory. I said we got victory in Jesus. Now, how to obtain this promise? What Jesus said in John 14, I'm going to go through this somewhat quick and wrap this up and tell you how I received the Holy Ghost. John 14, verse 14 through 16 said, If ye should ask anything in my name, I will do it. He said, If ye love me, how many love the Lord tonight? If ye love me, keep my commandments. And then Jesus said, And I will pray the Father, and he should give you another comforter, the Holy Ghost, that he may abide with you, listen to this, forever, forever. Amen. Jesus, I'm going to leave you. But I'm not going to leave you comfortless. Oh, hallelujah. But I'm going to send the Holy Ghost. Because I already told you, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Say, Lord, I'm with you always to the end of the world. I won't be there personally. But the power of God, the Holy Ghost will be there for you. The Holy Ghost will be there for you. And the Holy Ghost is given to them that obey. And we find these disciples. Listen, the Bible says, Jesus said, tarry you in the city of Jerusalem until you've been dude, clothed with, Wrapped up, sinking down with the Holy Ghost. Power from on high. And the Bible says in verse 52 and 53, listen to this. And they worship him and return. Listen to this. And they return to Jerusalem with great joy. They weren't sad anymore. 
Because Jesus gave them a command. Mm. You're getting ready to get some power. Mm. You're getting ready to get a promise. Mm. It's coming. Wait for it. And the Bible said, listen to this. And we're continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. Mm. They went back with the hunger and the thirst in their heart. They probably remember the words that Jesus said in John chapter 7, verse 37, 38. He said, he said if any man thirsts, if any man thirsts, let him come unto me Amen. and drink. He said, he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said. He said, out of his belly, that means from within, should flow rivers of living water. That means a constant flow of power. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. A constant flow of power. Not a little bit of power, but every day when I wake up in the morning, I got the power of God. I said, when I wake up in the morning, I have the power of God. When I go through the day, I got the power of God. I can say no to sin, no to Satan, no to sadness. Amen. No to defeat, no to discouragement. Why? Because I got the power of God. Amen. And Bible tells us to come boldly to the throne of grace. Mm. That we may obtain mercy, have mercy, and find grace to help in time of need. You got to come boldly to God. Mm. Thirsty and hungry. And these disciples, they were in that upper room where it was prayer whatever. And the Bible says on the day of Pentecost, they were all together. One accord. They weren't fussing and fighting and cursing and all that stuff. Mm. They weren't worried about who's going to be the greatest. They weren't trying to compete with one another. You know, we don't compete. Not trying to compete, not trying to outdo one another mm. like they were doing before. Like, who's going to be the greatest? Who's going to be, who, be the greatest? Oh, you're going to be the great man of God. You're going to be the greatest one. God's the greatest. Yes. We glorify God. God's the greatest. Magnify Him. God's the greatest. That's what I want to magnify tonight. It's God. God is great and great. Amen. Praise. And the Bible says, all of a sudden on the day of Pentecost, man, all of a sudden a great sound, rushing wind came in. And that cloven tongues of fire. Amen. Some people said, well, Jesus, when he got the Holy Ghost, it was, came in the form of a dove. Now it came in the form of fire. Well, Jesus didn't have any sin to burn away. Ooh. We did. That fire got to burn stuff away. Got to burn it away. Amen. Amen. You know, you can get the Holy Ghost tonight. Wow. You can get the Holy Ghost. You be faithful. Have faith in God. Ask him come down to this altar. You don't have to come to me, but come to God tonight. That's what I did. That's what I did. You can come on, get ready to play something, sister. That's what I did. I'm, I'm my first night, I stepped foot into New Testament Christian Church back in October 1987. Mm. I grew up in a Baptist background. Grew up in a Baptist background. And they didn't teach really hardly anything about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But I was hungry for God. I was hungry. I was thirsty. And I was sitting down just like you are in this service. The pastor said, bow your heads, close your eyes, and reverence to God. And I heard this voice in my mind. Go to the altar. And I would get out of my seat. I was obedient. Whether it was me or God, I obeyed me. <laughs> but it wasn't the devil. Because the devil's not going to tell you to come down here. Amen. The devil's going to say, you've been out to the altar before. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. Well, because you didn't want to change. Mm. When your desire to change is greater than your desire to stay the same, you're going to change. Yes. That's just the bottom line. Do you have a desire to change tonight? Preach. Is it greater than your desire to stay the same? If you want to stay the same, you're not going to change. Mm. All right? But I went down, and I just lifted up my hands. And I began to say, praise God. Hallelujah. Just like that. Praise God. Hallelujah. And it was just like that. Mm. I feel the Holy Ghost. Mm. With the evidence of speaking in tongues, as the Spirit of God gave me the other. Just like that. Mm. Just no man praying with me. No one's shaking me. Mm. It was just me and God on my knees praying. And tonight, tonight, you need to come. Mm. You need to come. 
He said, we preach out against the Holy Ghost. But when was the last time you prayed in the Holy Ghost? Amen. When was the last time you just prayed and prayed and prayed in the Holy Ghost? Because that's what we do. Sometimes people, they get the Holy Ghost, but they stop. They stop. Mm. They say, well, I'm not feeling it. We can't go on feelings. God wants his people praying in the Holy Ghost every day. Yeah. Even throughout the day when you're all alone and nobody's around you. Praying in your car. But wherever you're working at alone, we need the Holy Ghost tonight. Yes. I said we need the Holy Ghost tonight. Mm. Won't you stand tonight? You bow your heads. The pastor come. Give the altar call. Stand. Bow your heads. God has talked to your heart. So these altars are open. If you want to come and receive something from the Lord, you know, what we need to change is a seed of discontent and say, God, I'm just not satisfied. And if you're just not satisfied, that's why I invited Jesus into my life. I just wasn't satisfied. I had tried all kinds of things. But then I learned about the Holy Ghost and I said, all these brothers with joy, and here I am, just barely making it in God. And I just wasn't satisfied. And I didn't get the Holy Ghost just like brother did. But you know what? I came down and I came down and I hit that altar one time. God will put a word in your mind. You're not going to understand it. But you just speak it by faith. You don't learn it. The Holy Ghost teaches you. And God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. That is going to be the initial evidence. Brethren, let's find a place to pray. These altars are open. If you need the Holy Ghost, brethren, the Holy Ghost is for not for perfect people. It's for people that want power. The Holy Ghost is not for perfect people. It's for people that want God's promise. The Holy Ghost is not for perfect people. It's for people that want joy. It's for people that want power. It's for people that want consistency in God. God, I want the power of God on Thursday. I want the power of God on Monday. I want the power of God in rush hour traffic. I want the power of God if I have a disagreement at work or with my wife. I want the power of God. I want the joy of God. I want the peace of God. Brethren, let me tell you where the answer is. It's all wrapped up in God's promise. The Holy Ghost baptism. It's God's clothing for you to carry you anywhere God will take you. With all authority, all power, all teaching, and all glory that goes to God. You're not at the altar right now, but you have a need. Let me tell you what. God can stretch to where you are. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Just say, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. That's all you have to ask. And then God's going to put a word in your mind. Just speak it. It's not from the preacher. It's from the Lord. And you know what? It's not going to make any sense to you. But God will begin to flow through your life. Let God be God. 
This is the beginning of the revival. We should be hungry. Say, preacher, I need a healing. We should be hungry. Preacher, I need a restoration. We should be hungry. And you know what? Whatever you need, God is. I need to be restored, God. Preacher, God, right to where I was, I need. Well, God can restore you. Will you ask Him? Well, God can give you joy. Will you ask Him? Well, God can bring you back. When was the last time you spoke in tongues? Christian, now's a good time. It's a good time. Let it flow again. Turn the water back on. Let the water flow. Let the rivers flow again, just like they did before. And the joy will flow. And the peace will flow. And the love will flow. And the contentment with God's promises will flow. And people will see it. And they will know that you've been with Jesus. Your children will see it. And they'll want what you have. They say, God gave something to my daddy. God gave something to my mommy. I want what they have in God. It's something that's bigger than a church experience. Brethren, the Holy Ghost is so real. I felt in this service. The Holy Spirit is someone who wants to go with you. You've got to wait for it because you'll be endued with power. Not from the church, not from uh, the preacher, but from on high, all the way from heaven. God will fill you. What's the solution? God will fill you. What do I need? God will fill you. He'll fill you. And the psalmist said, my cup runneth over. God filled me so full. And I don't even know what to do about it. You can praise God. You can let God's praises come out of your mouth on the job site. You can let God's praises come out in your house. Let God be God. Because God is God. And God will never change. God is faithful, faithful, faithful to you. Lord, we glorify you. Walk right. I can't walk right. 
church. I can feel them in the street. I can feel them in the air. tonight, but it says getting here early, going home late, and riding on the heavenly wind. I've got a feeling we're going to be feeling that old time feeling again. I don't, we don't go by feelings, but the Holy Ghost feels good. Amen. When God begins to work in your heart and work in your life, and brethren, this was not an emotional appeal. This is a promise that Jesus made to the church. Amen. Not to an organization or New Testament Christian church, but the body of Christ. We need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The priests were anointed with blood, but they were also anointed, even in the Old Testament, with oil, signifying that they needed forgiveness, but it didn't stop there. They were anointed, symbolizing the coming power of the Holy Ghost. They were anointed in the Old Testament with oil, but when Jesus came, the Messiah, do you know what the word Messiah means? Anointed one. The word Christos, Christ, anointed one. And they were first called Christians. Because they were a bunch of Holy Ghost filled men and women. And they're like, they're acting just like the anointed one. Just like the one who has power of the Holy Ghost. If at any time in our nation, the nation needs you to serve God, it's 2022. We need a nation united, not politically, but in God. We need a nation that's united in the love of God. And I believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. Brethren, the world may not like it, but you know what? Don't knock it until you tried it. Amen. I know because I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I thought they were different and people were weird speaking in tongues. And then I found out, but they got the joy that I don't have. But they got the peace that I don't have. And I found out that that's exactly what I needed. Amen. That's exactly what you need. Let's dismiss in prayer. And we are going to come back here. Bring a friend. Bring a family member. Brethren, God can give you something that will last you for the rest of your eternity. And it doesn't expire. Amen. At this time, we're going to dismiss. Reverend Patterson, would you dismiss the service? God bless you is our prayer. Thank you for your giving. Please be careful driving home in this you know, changing weather we've got going on. God bless you. And you get the Holy Ghost. Tell me. I want to know. And the devil doesn't like it when you tell someone you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You got saved or you got restored or something like that. Man, tell me. I want to know. And it feels good to say it. Amen. That you took a step forward in God. God bless you, Reverend. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for the service, for the preaching of your word. Father, we just pray and ask right now that your word would find a place in our hearts and our lives. God, help us to become all that you would have us to be. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Bless you.